I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Episode 49. Back again. Another week. I wish we could sing Mace again. I, you know, every time I want to do it when you say we're back or like welcome back, I just want to do the Mace, but. Well, maybe next week you give it a try for episode Uh, 50. Just really come out strong. Maybe I'll try to stretch out my pipes. Maybe get a little vibrato going. We'll see what happens. Just got to warm up before. It's in beta. We'll think about it. All right. How was your week, man? Dude, you had a it, wedding or something? You were going uh, to arts wedding, right? Officiated arts wedding. Uh, we got up there. Uh, got up there Friday. Dude, I'll, let me tell you. Um, I'm not going to go too far into this because we got to get to golf, even though I didn't play any. But the way up Friday, it was the worst weather. I or Worst rain I've ever driven. In. I've driven in some bad weather um snow uh, particularly but the it was just so windy and so rainy the the rain was coming down so heavy i couldn't see the flashers of the car in front of me and like for once it started coming down heavy i was like all right see the cars around throwing on their flashers i was like all right i'll do it too caution you know yeah i'm gonna go around you if you're too slow caution um hurry the fuck up caution yeah well then well then it got to the point where it was coming down so hard i couldn't see the car flashers in front of me and i was like oh this is brutal so the ride up sucked we did get there uh safe and sound no issues um Um, where where in vermont like what manchester so the like northern vermont right um, it was about three hours from us. I don't think it's oh. too, too north. Maybe like, uh, say an hour into Vermont. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't know if you were going like all the way up to like Burlington or something, driving for five hours in the pouring rain. Oh, can't no. see or what? That, that would have been miserable. Um, but <laughs> sorry, Art can't make it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, as I was driving up, I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, this weather fucking sucks. But, I, you know, at the same time, I'm sure everyone else, um, most of the people were going up Friday morning um, if they were involved in the Saturday morning. And, well, this was Friday because we had to do the rehearsal dinner. Kev, I'm involved, you know. I, oh, I, oh, you, oh you yeah, know, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're running the show, to be honest. You're the MC. You should you have been can, asked you, to be the MC. I'm of, telling like, you, you, you look this up. The officiant is the most important person at the wedding. They can't get married without me. Literally, like, oh, great. You got a dress. You got a tux. You got everybody here paid for the venue. Got all yeah. those price per plates open bar. Yeah. You can price have an expensive ass party. You can't get married. Yeah. Sorry. No, see, so I knew that the pressure was on. I had to deliver. Were you so, sweating? Uh, it, well, I was nervous. I was nervous. I, I, I'm not going to lie. We went through the rehearsal on a Friday yeah. and the wedding coordinator comes up and she's like, uh, have you done this before? And I was like, yeah, because I have. I, I didn't tell her that I had done this like seven years ago um, and have had, I've been out of practice. It's like, yeah, no, no, I do this. Um, I'm an officiant. I've been working consistently um, minus the past seven years. And so, so we get up there, we do our thing. I, I, I walk through everyone and she's just like, so tell them what they're going to do. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm really in charge here. So we got through it. Um, the, the dinner was delicious um how delicious was it though brian oh i went back for seconds come on it was okay the bread alone you know i grabbed more than the normal share i grabbed three pieces of garlic bread but to my to my defense they were like they were three by five pieces you know that's what unit of measurement are we using inches 
three inches by five inches. Those aren't too big, right? I, I had three of them. Three inches by five inches. That's pretty. That's a beefy piece of garlic bread. I mean, I would eat five of them personally. Okay. All right. You're, so, a, you're a big carb guy though. I've noticed this about you. I do. I carb up. I carb up. Yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. Not sure why. It's maybe the way I was raised. However you're raised, it was done right. Yes. Well, I appreciate that. Tell my parents. But so anyways, um, get getting through the rehearsal dinner Saturday, definitely nervous um, prior to the, to the wedding, obviously yeah, I have a, I have a beer or two, but the ceremony, let me tell you, Kev, I think I crushed it. I got a standing ovation. Once I married them, I say, you can now kiss the bride. They kiss. Everyone stands up and applause. No way. Really? Everyone for you like that. Everyone, dude. I, first of all, I had, there wasn't a dry eye in the room. The bride and groom were both crying during, during what I wrote, what I came up with to talk about their love and you know, how we knew Wait, each other. You had and, to like write something. Yeah. So they gave me an outline of like, uh, you know, welcome the guests, this and that, this is why we're here. This is the definition of marriage. You do um, you say your intent. Yes, you do. Uh, you better for worse. Yes, you do. And then I went into, um, my own section that they told me they uh, would like me to do. And I, I, I said a little bit about marriage. I said a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, the past relationship with uh, the, with the groom and with art. And, uh, and then I just kind of told a story about the bride and groom together and both of them to start, they were just crying. They were crying. People in the back were crying. It was great. Awesome plug for life in the rough during um, my speech because I described how Art asked me to officiate the wedding. And he asked me while we were on the golf course. And I said, you know, I really don't remember how I played that day, but I guarantee you can find that on Life in the Rough, the podcast. And I just kept going. I didn't wait for like a laughter. The laughter hit, but I didn't, you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, I rolled with it. It was fucking perfect. Um, Coming to a wedding near you, Life in the yeah, Rough. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Uh, no, so it was great. Um Another really cool thing, though, that I have to say um, is my buddy Billy had, had come up to me, uh, Billy Christensen, and his and he told me, Ackley, I got to tell you, your podcast is, is just it's fucking awesome. My brother is over at Keith is over in Kuwait right now. Guys in the Air Force. Thank you for your service. Listens every week. Says doesn't miss an episode. How about that dedication? I love that. I can't. We're we are worldwide. 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 We are worldwide. worldwide. We are worldwide. You know what? We were talking about how worldwide we were, or excuse me, this isn't past tense. This is current. How worldwide we are, and we were looking at our stats, and we've been getting some downloads from Austria. Heavy downloads in Austria. Very interesting. We would love to hear from everybody out there in Austria that's tuning into the podcast. Love to know how you found out about us. Send us an email, message us on Instagram, email life in the rough podcast at gmail.com or life in the rough podcast on Instagram. And we're just, we're worldwide. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I'm excited about this. I, I would like them to also let us know what is going on in Central Europe. Obviously. Yeah. Austria, it's bordered by the Czech Republic and Germany to the north, Slovakia and Hungary to the east, Slovenia and Italy to the south and Switzerland and Liechtenstein to the west. Obviously, I knew that because I am a geographical nut. Right off the top of your head like that, too. That was impressive. Well, I am. Encyclopedia Britannica. That's 
Or, you got that? You picked that up? Oh, yeah. Picked that one up. Oh, that was like uh, a couple feet away. These cans pop nice. Like that. Um, yeah. So we appreciate the support in Austria. Obviously appreciate the support, Keith. Um, we're going to keep delivering it. Guys, we're also going to be putting together something very special in the next few weeks. We are going to announce it. I just want you to get excited about it. It will be bonus content. I, I'm going to leave it there. This will be that raw, uncut. So Borderline offensive, maybe. I don't know if you'd agree with that. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. For everybody. There'll be a waiver you have to sign to get the bonus content, maybe. I'm okay with that. You'll have to write that up, though. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll workshop that. I respect that. Um, so obviously I was busy this past weekend. Um, and also it gets dark out at 430 because daylight savings time's a fucking thing. And I didn't get to any golf. Um, reception was at a golf course, the Equinox golf course up there in Manchester. Wish Dude, I could- I've heard that place is sick. It was very nice inside. It's supposed to be one of the best courses in Vermont. Wow. Maybe uh, maybe next year we'll do a little Vermont tour. Maybe we'll we'll go to Vermont for a couple of days, play some golf. Actually, you're gonna you're gonna have a tough time getting you away from home for a couple of days. Yeah, there might be a little baby trouble, but I think we might have an end, guys. Listen, I officiated a wedding here last year. I also host a golf podcast. Would really just like to give a review on all fronts, you know, of your of your wedding services as well as your golf amenities. Kev, I think we got a window here. I think we do too. I think we'll put something together. Maybe a sales pitch. I think we could do that. That could be good. Um, damn it. That sucks. You didn't play any golf this weekend. Uh, you're telling me, but I, there, I mean, there wasn't any time there. Like, no, I get it. It is what it is. We, uh, got, I've got the, the, uh, virtual golf league starting in, I think it's three weeks from today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Three weeks from today is my first, first week of the virtual golf so i'll be swinging them soon enough i'm not sure if i'll be able to get out this week i'm really gonna try um to get out mm. this weekend i don't know what the weather's like i saw thursday supposed to be gorgeous in the 60s uh what? here in connecticut yep so wish <laughs> i could take the day off but that's certainly not something that's going to be doable saturday high of 45 sunday high of 53 oh, we'll make I, gotta, it. I gotta scratch in my throat god turtle, i need it I might need to call out on Thursday. Oh boy. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, that's good to know. I don't think I'm going to be able to play this weekend either. Actually. we got some, we got friends, Abby K and Marshall are coming up for the weekend. Actually the newlyweds, the newlyweds. Yeah. First time seeing them since the wedding. Um, so it'll be exciting to see them, but I don't know if we'll be able to get out. I don't know. I'll, I'll obviously I'm going to tell Marshall to bring his clubs, but we'll see what happens. Um, I did get out for 18. You know, what you need weekend. to tell, I'm sorry, before I, before we get to the round. <clears throat> geez, please, proceed. Oh, please, proceed. <laughs> um, how often does Marshall golf? Fairly regularly. I think they actually may be joining a uh, private club next year. Oh, wow. Oh, they so they'll be, they'll be playing frequently. Abby plays golf, too. Awesome. She played yeah. golf in high school, like on the team. I, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So she's dialed in. So she's dialed in, is what you're fully saying. dialed. I think she'd be way more dialed in if she had a better idea of how far she was from the green. Well, the funny thing about that is, Abby K, you and Marshall have a great opportunity. The holidays are coming up. Give each other 
Actually, I suppose you don't need to give one to each other if you play together all the time. But if you're hitting it to the opposite sides of the course, you're not playing good course golf. Uh, you know, cart golf, cart golf. You're right. Maybe you should buy two of them. The Ace Rangefinder by Pin Golf. The HD screen alone is just something that will drop your jaw. Um, it gives you slope. You can turn it on. You can turn it off. So you can use it in tournaments. Water resistant. You charge it once, you use it for 50 times. You charge it once a year, essentially. Who plays more than 50 rounds of golf besides Other than us? us? No one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pros? Um, it just It's such a quality product. I know you were using it this weekend. It's the way you get dialed in. Pingolf.com. Use the life in the rough promo code. Save yourself $25. You'll get the rangefinder for $174.99. A three hundred dollar rangefinder for one seventy four, one seventy five. Boy, one seventy four. I was gonna say one seventy four ninety nine, but then I just went to five because fuck it, and then round up. But no, that's all right. We'll leave that in. The people know I'm for the people. Come on, one seventy four, one seventy four. Didn't know you grew up in Brooklyn, Brad. Use a promo um, code. Life in the it's rough. a it's a fucking promo code kit. Do it. Um, well, that's great. Uh, but yes, I was utilizing my um my Ace rangefinder this weekend while I was playing golf um, standby while I retrieve my scorecard. That's actually what? not a scorecard. It's a picture of a scorecard that I had passed on me. Oh my God. What the fuck is up with these pictures of scorecards? Did you play at town of colony? Yeah. Play with Pat and Pat. Uh, I played with Pat and Pat on the front nine and uh, Nelly dropped off on the, for the back nine. So just me and Pat played or the other Pat played the back nine drop offs. <sighs> yeah. So, um, yeah, town of colony, red to green. It's like this time of year, it's like you don't even know if you're gonna be able to play in the morning, so you don't know how cold it's gonna be. You don't know if there's gonna be a especially with like the weather, it was raining. They were supposed to like our back nine rain the entire time, like it was like a, a steady drizzle, never got too too bad. But I don't know, you never know this time of year because it's cold, inclement oh. weather, you don't know what's gonna happen. Could I have a frost delay, yeah. Luckily, we did not have that. It was a little bit warmer on Saturday morning, so it wasn't too too bad. What time was your tea time? Nine oh was like nine oh four. We were the first tea time. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. We were not we were not the first tea time. Um we were one of the early tea times though. Um but yeah, nine oh four. I was a little bit worried when he texted our group chat. He's like, you know, nine oh four Saturday at Colony. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's gonna be cold as hell. But he actually texted me Friday night. He's like, looks like no frost light. We're gonna be good to go. Cause it like didn't get below 40 overnight. It was nice. And what is nighttime to one of the pats? Is that like six thirty? Is that what do you mean? Nighttime? Yeah, they're, you know, they're a little older. You know, they, they you know. Well, they're I, not that much older. I would, I would, <laughs> do you not text them after 8 p.m.? Like, you know, you wouldn't call oh, the house no, phone? No, no, like, uh, like, the Pats are, like, you're a couple years older than me. The Pats are probably close to your age. I feel like I've gotten the wrong idea. The Pats, they should. Yeah, the Pats uh, aren't these, like, old dudes. Like, the Pats I, are, like, I, mid to late 30s. I don't know. I feel like I've had the wrong impression of them for about 30 episodes now. No, no, no. Well. No, Pat's are good shit. Um, Nelly and uh, and Pat. I call Pat uh, Pat. Um, I call him Pat Tats. He's in my phone as Pat Tats because before I could distinguish them, I put him that in my phone because he has like sleeves and like tattoos or whatever. So I had Pat Tats and then just Pat. And then we start. I realized that it was Pat Nelson and we started calling him Nelly. So I have Pat Tats and Nelly. Yeah, I 100% had the wrong idea of these guys. But you, oh, no. You, you, like, you, guys you have a good time. Like, come up here and play. We'll, sleeves we'll play and tattoos. That is a completely different 
I mean, painted picture. Oh no, yeah, no, they're they're both good shit. They're they're fun to play with. So yeah, anyway, we're playing Town of Colony, red to green as always. I started off with a par. I hit the or I didn't hit the fairway. I hit a good drive. Um, pushed it a little bit right. There's like the cart path runs along the side of the like the right side of the fairway. There's five to ten yards of rough between the fairway and the cart path, and I was right between it. Pulled out my rangefinder ace from pinned golf. Shot 208 to the flag. I'm in the rough. It's early. It's cold. And I'm like, I pulled three iron. Oh. And I aimed to the right because my th- early in the round, like for whatever reason, like my miss is to hit like a big hook. So I aimed right, like thinking it might happen or whatever. I just hit like the most beautiful, like baby draw three iron you've ever seen. And it just like didn't turn right or whatever. So I get up to my ball. It's at the base of a tree, about two feet from the base of the tree. And between me and the front pin is about 15 yards of bunker. And the top of the bunker is about three feet above the green. And the pin is front. So it's like there's five, five yards after the, the green or or the, uh, the bunker or whatever. So I'm like, fuck, this sucks. I can like just get a stance to get like a little chip shot on it. I thought I hit a perfect shot. It gets over the bunker, but just sits in the rough right next to it. Get up and down for par. Fuck yeah, you do. Hell yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right. Dodged a bullet there. So I go to the next hole, dog leg right, OB left. Hit a huge hook, OB left. <laughs> so now I'm three off the tee. Um, basically what I tried to do is I tried to cut the corner on the right and hit like a really high drive and I hooked the fuck out of it. So I was like, fuck this. So I just teed up another ball, hit to the left side of the fairway, um, hit what I thought was a good shot. I airmailed the green, apparently end up making a triple bogey on two. Oh boy. So now I'm three over three over through two, not feeling good. Uh, top my tee shot on three, but I still have a shot at the green and duff it. Or I don't duff it. I should actually, I did not duff it at all. I'm thinking of something else. I hit a good shot. What I thought was a good shot. It went very high in the air and it was really windy. And it, you just saw it. You ever hit like a high ball when it's really windy and you just see it like almost like rise up very slowly and just like stop moving. It did that. No, it comes back. It it, it almost like gets to the air. Like it gets so high. And then you're like, wait, is that fucker coming back? Oh yeah. Dude, it was, it was like, I had this, like, it was probably 175. I had a weird lie and I tried to hit like a cut six iron, which is just not a shot I have in my bag. Why I tried to do it. I don't know. I hit the ball and I was like, oh, that was it. And I'm just watching it track. It's going like right at at the pin, maybe a little bit. Right. I'm like, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then I see the wind catch it. And I was like, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. There's a huge pond I have to carry to get to the green. Oh, did your eyes just right? So once you saw it, like kind of in the air, and you see the wind hit, your eyes just go right (sighs) to the water, and you're just waiting for the splash, and you just hope you don't see it. It dropped like in the water a yard before. Oh, that's brutal. Granted, like it all slopes into the water. I would have had to carry another maybe five to six yards to have it be safe. But either way, like I thought I hit a really good shot. Got fucked. Um, I didn't get fucked. I I was an idiot. Um, so I end up making a double bogey there. So I'm now five over through three holes and Kev is just not 
happy. Kev's not feeling good. Off-season Kev. I listen, yeah. there's there's a big difference between in-season Kev and an off-season Kev. It's it's not right. your fault. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, so we go to the next hole, par three. I hit just missed the green, but I'm pin high. I get up and down for par. Uh, we get to the next hole, which is a par five, and I am very pissed off at this point because I'm five over through four holes. I get it, and... but you just had a par. Come on. You, you gotta... I know, I know, uh... I know. But I step up to this tee box, and I'm like, I just I... want to fucking roast one here, right? Like par five, time to make up some ground. Yeah. Kev, I honestly so I roast one. Say, I thought you were going to say you have higher standards than me, and that's why you were upset. <laughs> oh, well, that's part of the reason, too. But anyway, I get up to this tee box and I'm feeling like I really want to roast a drive. And normally when I do that, I just don't do it. But this time I fucking roast one. Par five, I have 175 yards into the green. What? How yeah. far is this hole? What, how far did you hit it? It's probably... Actually, I can tell you. Hold on. It says 495 from the whites, but the That's whites were hard. probably a little bit up. It was probably... I probably hit close to like a 300-yard drive. Like I hit a really good drive um wow yeah but i'm in the rough on the right side and except for this one big branch i have a straight line into the green so i line up to hit another cut six iron like i did on the last hole good good vibes (laughs) yeah it went kind of like it cut a little bit but it went it didn't start nearly as left as I wanted to. It went right through that branch, but there's no leaves on the trees. It somehow got through four feet from the pin. Tap in Eagle. It, it was far from a tap in dude, this green, it was a four foot putt that had about 18 inches of break. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not 18 inches. It probably had between six and 12 hey, inches of break. Listen, it's, it your was Eagle a, putt. it Make was it no attic as you wanted. No, no, it was no gimme Eagle. Like it, I, I hit a good putt, made the eagle. Well, should have recorded so it. So I went from being God. five over. Yeah, I know I should have recorded it. God forbid you, you, you document some content while out on the golf course, Kevin. I know it's so hard. Like I, I, I agree. Wanna, when you're playing with people, it's so tough hard. to. So hard. Like I don't because if I'm gonna record something, I want to record the entire hole, and I feel. I don't like to pull up my push cart and like put no, it behind I, everybody on the yeah. team. You know, you know what I mean? No, I, I completely agree with you. And then how much of a douchebag do you feel like if you hit a shitty shot and you're like, Oh my bad guys, don't yeah. worry. I just have to record this. Are you going to record all 94 of your shots today? Yeah. Yep. That's the plan. Yeah. You tune into the podcast. No, I'm kidding. I don't really do that. I'll pick a couple holes, but the last uh, couple times I've gotten out, I was, uh, or just the last time I was able to get out, I played alone. So it was, it's so much easier. I literally was able to record a half hour of content because there was no one behind me. In the summertime, like when I play after work, I always play alone. I'll record all nine holes sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it's so much easier to record shit when you're playing by yourself. But like when there's, especially if you're in like a foursome, or if you're with people you don't know, shit like that. Like it's tough. Like you don't want to be like, oh, I'm just gonna pull out this and record or whatever. You know what I think would be a crazy power play if you just got a selfie stick and like attached it to your bag, so it wasn't like super obvious. You're well. I mean, it would be it would be super obvious something that was going on, but 
you know, you well, wouldn't be taking any part. extra time. You'd just like park your bag right behind you and go hit. It wouldn't be like you have to set up your phone on on the swivel and that like it would yeah. just be like. I, it's kind know. of the same thing, though, because like I mount my phone right on my push cart. So like I could I could probably make it's just like it's it's more the tee shots that it's tough for or the greens even like when everybody's together. It's tough. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but at least when I record the tee shots are super tough. Uh, it's iron shots are so much easier to pick up on. With yeah. Phone. Oh, as far as picking up the ball. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Um, oh, and it, I mean, it makes sense. So much slower ball speed and the ball is just going. Yeah. Combination of the speed and the ball going further. It's just like, it's going to disappear a lot quicker. Right. Um, yeah. So I make Eagle, Eagle. on four. Big bird, Fucking, big, big bird. That's why I said, I said big bird, baby. So I felt really good. So I went from five over through four to three over Oh, I'm sorry. I eagled five. So I'm three over through five. Um, we then much go better. to six, which is a longer par three, uh, about 180. I hit a good shot, put it on the green, but I have like 40 feet. So I decided to pour that one in for birdie. Of course you did. Kids so Kids now on. I am two over through six and I double bogey seven. Mm. Why? Just like the most erratic round you've ever seen in your life. I um trying to, what did I do? I, I hit a good drive. I just kind of pulled it a little bit into the rough. And then I had a weird, the ball was below my feet, but I had a weird, I had like 80 yards in. So I had a half wet, I had an awkward shot and I didn't quite shank it. It was almost like a mild shank that, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It just like pushed and sliced to the right. Ended up in a bunker, got out of the bunker. It was a mess, double bogey. Um, and then I bogeyed eight and I parred nine. So that's a five over 41 on the front. Solid. I mean, stressful. I mean, dude, it Energy was just draining. Yeah, it was really. And the thing is, is like I had those, I had two doubles and a triple and I shot five over on nine so I, was, I, I wasn't super upset about it but i i wasn't i was hitting the ball well i was just fucking up these random things essentially so um nelly drops off and now just pat and i are going to play the back and i'm still feeling good like i'm i'm, I'm playing well i bogey 10 i basically like pull hooked my drive i found it in the trees but had to punch out and then um, got up and two butted two is a um par five i put one close in three and i made the putt for another birdie so i have an eagle and two birdies but i also have a triple and two doubles so i don't even really know how to feel about my life at that a point. lot of artwork on that card. a lot of artwork dude it was a weird round um so i then go on a run of three pars par 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 on a par three, a par four, and a par five. Um, and then we get to 15, which is a shorter um, shorter par four that I hit a terrible drive on. Um, I almost put it over the trees onto the next hole, but it happened to fall in this little gap between the trees. Another punch out, chip up. 
two putt for bogey, lipped out my par putt. I was pretty pissed because like I'm playing pretty good at this point. Like I'm the four holes prior, I'm one under on, and I'm even on the back at this point. So now I'm one over on the back. Uh, I bogey seven, which is another short par four that I just always fuck up on. It has like this drivable green, and I always just try to get it out there. And I finally was like, you know what? I'm just gonna hit a fucking three iron. Hit a three iron to a comfortable yardage. Put my first shot or my approach shot long and then whatever bogey. And then I finished strong with two pars. Shot Damn. 79. How many? Oh, and you can't even card it. No, that's why I was fucking pissed, dude. Oh, I man. was so pissed. It's like I was I was playing well. I was I wasn't so pissed about that I couldn't log the score, but I was playing really well it's just those big numbers early in the round really fucked me over but even when i was i was hitting the ball well all day and i knew it when i hit that my second shot the three iron on one i was like if i can hit a really good baby draw three iron 205 out of the rough 205 out of the rough in 40 degree weather like i'm feeling pretty good so i just had like a couple shots i was like totally fucked up on it really pissed me off yeah i mean you swing the club well. I mean, I don't think it's a uh, it's a surprise why we're two and zero in our um, life in the rough tournaments. I mean, we zig and zag though. We ham an egg. Damn right. I mean, we still got nailed down our fourth for next year. But yeah, well, listen, there's time. There's time. We got tryouts. Um, I think there should be open tryouts to be our fourth. What do you think about that? But maybe not even something that's golf, like some random like a skee ball tournament. Well, what the fuck? I, I think we want someone who's really, who's, you know, good at golf, don't we? Yeah, maybe. But how about this? Like a- how about this? Mix it with some sort of creativity. Like you submit a video doing something creative. Yeah. Course. Yeah. And the I like creative gets picked, but you've got to be less than a two handicap. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you gotta be a positive you gotta be a plus something there's gotta be a little plus sign next to your handicap oh my gosh did you um when are you going back to virtual golf oh i was gonna mention that when you're talking earlier i had i've only been the one time i might try to go this week it's gonna be easier for me to start going now that it's getting colder and i'm not thinking so much about trying to go pl- play golf outside i'm starting to realize like like I might have displayed my last outdoor rounds of the season um, this past weekend, just due to like weather and stuff. Because I don't think I'm gonna be able to play this weekend. Next weekend's Thanksgiving. It's it's getting well, late. Uh, well, I mean, next weekend isn't Thanksgiving. Next Thursday is Thanksgiving. But uh, no, I while you were telling me about your back nine, I booked a round. I booked a twosome for Blackledge on Sunday at 10 a.m. and also at Tallwood. Um, just, I don't know why. Do not go to Tallwood. I'm just going to cancel it now. I'm just going to cancel it it now. Yeah. I'm, I don't, no, no. I, cause I'm not sure what email would say. I've got like five accounts. Um, no. So I'm already canceled yet. As long as I, is it canceled yet? Let me check my Gmail. Is it canceled yet? Um, so I'm good for Sunday. Um, Saturday is supposed to be not good. Crappy weather. Like a high of 43. Oh, not ideal. Um, no. I I just yeah, I, but it's high of 43 and sunny. 
but Sunday for me is high of 46 and cloudy. That's basically the same. Are you seeing similar for your area? Um, yeah, well, high of 53 and cloudy. Wow. Okay. That's, so that's significantly better than mine um, for Sunday. So I, I, I do have good intentions. Um, your intentions are pure. I yeah. Like well, I, I mean, I need to, I need to consistently swing, you know, before uh, I can't go into week one of the virtual league and not be representing. And, and people are like, Oh, what's that fly ass gear you got on? I'm like, what do you mean? The pinned long sleeve shirt? Well, let me talk to you about their range finders. Or do you mean this fly ass life in the rough hat? Let me talk to you about our podcast. Dude, all the boys are going to be rocking life in the rough gear. Who else is I, in your league? I, so uh, Mike price, um, yeah. Arthur Bacher and, yeah, Nate chance. Uh, Nate also joined, um, and we we might have a few more uh, signing up. So I, uh, you know, what I'll probably do, Kev, is we should probably put in an order for another dozen hats at least. Mm, um, people are gonna be wanting those. Yeah. Oh, here it is. It, uh, so it was sent to my work email. Uh, canceled. Tallwood canceled. Yep, boom. Done. Thank God. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. Yeah. Dude, like. Could you imagine, like, that ground is so hard there. Could you imagine if there was, like, a frost? It would be, like, concrete. You have to bring a hammer. Yeah. You ever seen that? You ever seen the guy that hammers his tea into the ground in the cold months? No, but I I think I might put it's in. not a bad idea, right? No, but not, like, a regular-size hammer. Like, one of those small little hammers that would be in, like, a children's play set. You know what I mean? It's still, like, hard enough to be a hammer. But it doesn't, it's not 12 and a half inches long. And no, I'm not saying to bring a fucking carpenter's hammer to the uh, course, Brian, but you know what I mean? A little miner's hammer. Well, there it is. Let's bring a sledgehammer. Why not? I'm just really good after it. Dude, I I am fixing to put a leaf blower in my bag soon. I like that idea. Um, So we were talking about this. That's actually funny you bring that up. Nelly had looked up the leaf blowers and he saw one that looked cool and it was like super cheap. It was like 20 bucks or whatever. And he ordered it and he was showing me the picture. I'm like, dude, that thing looks like it's like a toy. He's like, I don't know. I'm going to see what happens. He orders it. And it's like this little mini leaf blower that's meant to uh, clean out your keyboard. (laughs) I saw that online, dude. And then when I clicked on it, I saw the photos. I was like, this is as big as someone's finger. I was yeah. like, I'm not wasting my money on this. <laughs> and then like I started down the rabbit hole and I found one and it was like battery use um, up to 15 minutes per charge. And I was like, 15 minutes. That's not a very long time on a, on a golf course, especially if people in your group are like, oh, you got a leaf blower. Can can you help me out? And you're like, I don't know, man. I've already used my Whoa. leaf blower for three minutes today. I, I How sure are you that it's in this pile? Because I only have so many minutes and... I play life in the rough. So dude, I'm saying, well, especially the time of year that there's leaves on the ground, it's also cold. And when it's cold, batteries die quicker. I don't know if you know, like what True my that. phone, like my phones, if I'm like using, like if, if I, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't, before I had my ACE rangefinder, Also an iPhone. I was using my, like an app. And by the third hole, it died. I played one round that I had no rangefinder, no app. I was just guessing on numbers the entire time. It was wild. Oh no! It. I mean, I played pretty well. I don't remember what I shot. Worked out. Good players adjust, man. Yeah, and others don't. <laughs> others wallow in their own self pity. 
So yeah, man. I mean, that was that was the week in golf. We're gonna have a lot of activity. We're gonna have some virtual golf coming up over the winter. I don't know. Well, listen, you, I'm I mean, sure you don't have any golf trips planned. You got other plans coming up in the next few months. No, no, nothing, nothing, no golf plans. But I mean, I, my league starts in three weeks. I'm gonna try to yeah. get out this weekend. As long as the weather is is fine, I don't see a reason why I wouldn't be able to get out next weekend. Yeah, I'll probably actually be able to play. That's like four days in a row that I'm not working. I'm sure I'll be um, able to get out at some point. I mean, if we don't, and I, this is a little in, inside baseball, I guess, but like if Courtney and I don't have plans with her her family on the day after Thanksgiving, because we'll probably do my family on Thanksgiving, if, we don't, if we're not going to see them on Friday and we don't have anything like going on, I don't need to do anything in the nursery, I'm booking a fucking tea time. You better believe that. That's one of those days where day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'll play if it's 45 degrees. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't I don't care. Well, I think um, I might be available on that day. You're going to be down in Connecticut? Um, Potentially. I don't know. We'll talk offline and we'll, uh, Dude, we'll figure something that. out. We might that... be able to get involved with each other and play some golf in the, in the wee days of the fall. Dude, it's that... almost winter. When does winter technically start? Uh, honest, so winter only starts a couple days before Christmas. Huh. That's interesting. That makes yeah, sense. Every month, every season's three months long. Yeah. Winter ends in February. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. December. Well, December March. to January. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. December to January, January to February, February to March. Yeah. Um, Thursday. All right. So Friday. Oh, fuck. Fuck those few showers. Friday the 26th, high of 51. Oh, that'll change. Early, early forecast, high of 51. Global warming, it's only going to get better, huh? Ooh, that sounds nice. Dude, that'd be great. I'll yeah, look- we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll keep our eyes on the uh, on the T-sheet. Absolutely. Well, I don't know, man. Do you have anything else to say? You know, I I, I think we covered it, Kev. Um, listen, the, there are going to be the weeks that only pop at an 108% excitement level. We're coming into weeks where we're not golfing as much. We are going to keep feeding the content. We're going to keep getting out there as much as we can, delivering our thoughts. We've got some exciting stuff coming down the pipe in the next couple of weeks. We're just finishing it up right now. It's exciting stuff. Once again, I, I so by the way, I just want to mention when you go on pinnedgolf.com, they don't have just rangefinders. They've got, I'm actually wearing right now a long sleeve shirt from their website. It's awesome. Kevin informed me that the color is actually, Kev, what, what's the color of this shirt again? It's Nantucket red. Nantucket. What is Nantucket red, Alex? Um, this shirt. So what is this shirt? That's boom, boom. Ah, Jeopardy reversal. Um, they've got clothes. They've got golf towels. They've got rangefinders. They've got combo packs. Check it out. Use promo code Life in the Rough. We will be back next week. I'll deliver with double bogeys at the very least for my Sunday tea time. Well, I'm going to have to try to get out there just so I can deliver a story. But either way, you know who I am. I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. We will catch you next week. See ya. Woo!